Welcome back to the Blonde Body Podcast. On this week, we have an episode of what I'm calling the good, the bad, and the beauty. So each time that I have one of these episodes, I'm going to be touching on something good that I've kind of researched well, that I've tried to implement in my life and see the benefits of something bad that I'm trying to phase out of my life or have seen the bad in, and also a beauty tip, um, something that I'm very curious about, something that I'm just now learning about and implementing into my life and that I think would help you. So on this week, the first thing that we're going to touch on is the good. For this week's good, we have nose breathing. So nose breathing is something that I never really heard about or even thought about um, for most of my life. And it's something that I don't think many people ever really think about as well. Um, Actually, 20 to 50 percent, I believe this is statistic, um, of the population actually breathes through their mouth. And we never are really taught as kids by our doctors or anything the detriments of breathing through our mouth. And mouth breathing has lots of detriments, but it also is something that can change the face, um, the face shape. It has lots of repercussions on, you know, we're not able to you know, condition the air that we breathe in through our mouth. We're not filtering it in like we are through our nose. So when we have um, air that we breathe in through our nose, think of um, think of the nose as kind of like a filter. We're humidifying and pressurizing air and conditioning so that it gets into our lungs and we can easily extract more oxygen from it. Um, I listened to a podcast by, I believe his name is James Nestor. I'll link it in the show notes if that's wrong. But um, I'll link the the episode that I listened to. And I've heard this from a a couple people, but, um, you know, the real detriments and drawbacks of breathing through your mouth, it's something that I never really thought of. And as a kid, my mom always told us, you know, close your mouth when you're you're just sitting at rest. And it never was anything scientific. It was just something where, like an etiquette thing, you don't just want to sit there with your mouth open. And he talks about in this podcast how when you're breathing through your mouth, you can really kind of think of your lungs as an external organ. And the tip that this brings me into is something that I've heard from a couple people now, Max Lugavere being one. I believe he had it in his book as well as on his podcast as something to do to help with this. So you might be sitting here right now and thinking, oh, I need to close my mouth and breathe through my breathe through my nose. But you know, that might help you for a couple seconds or a couple minutes, but it's not going to really change the habit of how you breathe. And what he says is that we can do something called mouth taping. Sounds kind of crazy, but it's pretty simple. All you do is take a piece of tape. You know, there's actual mouth tape for this specific reason you can buy, but um, it's probably more expensive than necessary. And you can just take tape and tape your mouth closed. And all you do is tape your mouth closed when you're sleeping. And that kind of helps you breathe through your nose and not through your mouth. You know, there's people that drool and, and snore and this should help with that a bit. And this will just help train your body and your brain to breathe through your nose rather than your mouth um, during the day when you're when you're doing that while you sleep. And at a minimum, you'll be breathing through your nose for the you know, hopefully like seven to nine hours that you're asleep rather than breathing through your mouth. So just a simple tip. It's something to implement. You know, you can just take a piece of tape like the size of your thumb and put it in between 
your lips in the very middle just so if if you know you need to rip it off it's completely fine um, and you can probably still even talk but it just kind of closes your mouth while you're breathing and it doesn't allow your mouth just to to slip open while you're sleeping and breathe through your mouth so that is my tip for the good the good is nose breathing helping you out with that mouth taping give it a try let me know if you have any benefit from it so that leads me into the second one and that is the bad these kind of seem similar to me just because this one kind of leads into mouth breathing and that is chewing a bunch of sugar-free gum I know this isn't something that a lot of people really think of and it's so common, but I used to be obsessed with having gum constantly. I mean, when I was in high school, when I was in college, I was always so worried about, you know, having fresh breath, always needing something in my mouth, kind of keeping me busy almost. And I remember thinking about gum as something like, oh, if I'm kind of having a sugar craving or you know, I'm kind of hungry or something, I can just have a piece of gum and, you know, not really think about it and just kind of chew on it. And honestly, gum makes you more hungry and it kind of, it kind of hurts your digestion because you can be chewing these, you know, chemical laden pieces of, of gum and it just, makes your your brain think that you're about to digest food and it never receives it and your body has two separate states that it's in the sympathetic and the parasympathetic and I know I've I think I've touched on this before I know I've talked with friends about this the sympathetic versus the parasympathetic and let me preface this by saying I'm not a doctor and I'm no genius on any of this but um, the sympathetic state is your um is kind of like your fight or flight state and the parasympathetic is the rest and digest. So when we have a parasympathetic, our body's in a parasympathetic state, it is ready to digest food. So let's say that you are having a stressful day at work and you know, you're really on the go and you are chewing a piece of gum crazily. And I think we've all seen the person, you know, that's kind of, you know, smacking their lips and chewing some gum and is kind of all over the place. Your body is not, it's, it's kind of hurting yourself without even knowing it because you are in this fight or flight state and you are also telling your body that it's about to digest food. So it just is a, a bad combo in, in and of itself hormonally. And then secondly, the gum makes you more hungry and, I remember not thinking this was true because I just chewed so much gum constantly. <laughs> but now I'm able to get a, get across with, you know, just having three meals a day or even two like good sized meals and not have the need to chew gum or have a snack. It would make me feel like I needed a snack or something because I was telling my body that it's about to receive food by chewing this gum. Also, the fact that most of the gums out there are sugar-free, so they have all of these, um, you know, aspartame or sucralose or these fake sugars, and you're just kind of chewing on it for hours, and or even worse, spitting it out and then having a new piece of gum that you can chew on that's, you know, fresh chemicals in your mouth. So this is something that is really from experience. Um, I feel like I was always the girl that 
oh, do you have a stick of gum? Like, absolutely have a stick of gum. Here you go. And now my, you know, my husband's sad that I don't have gum constantly, but the alternative to this is to carry around a, you know, some floss (laughs) or a little toothbrush or something. When I had braces in college, this kind of got me in the habit of keeping a toothbrush and a little toothpaste with me, but, um, just stick in your purse or stick in your car or some floss or, you know, a little toothbrush and toothpaste and go to the bathroom and brush your teeth. If you feel like you have bad breath or something. Um, I know there's plenty of people that if you drink coffee at work and put in a piece of gum, that's not good enough. So that is the alternative. Um, and obviously it's best to have, um, you know, a better toothpaste, but maybe that'll be in a next episode rather than these, um, you know, big brand toothpastes. Um, there's a lot of other alternatives that I can touch on in a later episode that can keep your breath fresh and keep all of those harmful chem- chemicals out of there. So that is the bad for this week. Just something food for thought. Maybe when you go to stick in a piece of gum when you're kind of hungry, maybe just have a meal, brush your teeth, and be done. So last on our list this week is the beauty. And before I get into the beauty topic that I have for this episode, I really just want to preface on how I want this to come across. I want the the beauty each time that I do one of these, the good, the bad, and the beauty, to be something where you think of it as very unbiased, but rather very curious. And imagine that you're you know, you have a really good friend at work and you come in on Monday and you're like, oh my gosh, have you ever heard of this thing? Have you ever heard of this service? And they give you their total unbiased opinion that they either loved it, hated it, or they just were kind of getting into it. And that's what I really want this to be as an episode in general. You know, obviously no one's ever going to pay me no matter how big or small this podcast is to be on the bad. Um, but I also don't want it to be the good or the beauty. I want the good to be something that I've really kind of done my research on the bad as well. And then the beauty to be something kind of like new and innovative, something that I've really just kind of dove into and I'm still learning about. So this week on the beauty, we have something called beauty pie and Beauty Pie is actually something that I've heard of before, and I heard about it a couple years ago from a YouTuber that I watch. I can't totally remember who it was. Um, I think Hiram on YouTube had mentioned it before, and I never really dove into it because I wasn't really into skincare at the time, and, you know, makeup was always just something that, you know, I'd either go to Sephora if I wanted nice stuff or would get, like, lip glosses at CVS or something or the drugstore, and beauty pie was never something that I thought would be worth my money. And the main barrier for me, honestly, was that it is a subscription. And the subscription is, I believe, $5 a month-ish. And I think it's like maybe like $60 or $59 or something for a year. And that was kind of a barrier to entry to me. Um, And I'll touch on that in a minute. But Basically what they are is they are a kind of like a luxury skincare website and you can get all things from makeup to perfume, body care, um, candles even, nail polish, skincare, and they take all of these 
products that are really high end, have really good ingredients, and they white label them. So think of this something similar to, say, Costco's brand vodka. I don't know how true it is, but I've heard that the Costco vodka is from Grey Goose or like is developed at the same plant or something. I don't really know how that works. Do not quote me on that. But you know that it's a really high quality product. Like, oh, I'm going to be paying less because I don't have the brand on the actual bottle, but it's just as good of a quality product. And I don't know about you, but I'm not super brand loyal when it comes to skincare or even makeup. I'm really just loyal to how something works and the results that I get from it. Also, you know how it feels on my skin, how it wears, but you know, I really like the It Cosmetics um, foundation or their CC cream, I believe. And I'm not really brand loyal to that though. If I could find something just as good for cheaper, I just really like how it wears. And so this is something where they, they take those really high quality skincare products and they're able to offer them much cheaper when you pay that subscription. So for example, I finally decided to pull the trigger and buy a few other things. And I ordered their, um, their retinol, their vitamin C, their self tanner, their cleansing balm, their cleanser, and their collagen lip oil. And it came to $88. And I mean, that is just crazy to me. I mean, even something like the inky list or the ordinary or, um, Oh, what's, what's a couple of the other brands. The inky list is something that I feel like has become really, really popular recently. And it's like those kinds of prices, but, um, not that the inky list is, is necessarily smaller products, but, um, these are, these are definitely more ounces than what I've seen that the inky list gets. Like for example, their retinol was like $18 and their vitamin C is like $18 and the vitamin C was encapsulated. And I think it was like 30 capsules, but now I will say I've not tried any of these products yet. I've just ordered them, but I mean, for $88, I, I mean, just, just the products alone, having them, I feel like that would be huge. And I did want to touch on if someone asked, you know, why did you buy two cleansers? Side note, if you're not familiar with the double cleanse, like it in and of itself will change your life. Um, the double cleanse, what do you ask? It's basically when you have, you know, like a full face of makeup, how do you get your makeup off? A lot of people use a makeup wipe or they use something like, like Vaseline. And basically the first cleanse I always use is a cleansing balm. So that's something that I got from Beautify and the, the cleansing balm just kind of melts off all of your makeup and it dissolves it and like dissolves like, so I usually get like an oil-based cleanser or a balm and you just kind of rub off everything on your face. So instead of, you know, using that makeup wipe to really scrub at your eyes and get the makeup off, you really just, just melt it down with the cleanser. And then you use the second cleanser after you've washed off the first one to really cleanse your face. So that's why I got two cleansers from in my order. But I will update you on everything that I really like or if I don't like anything from um, Beauty Pie. But I just finally pulled the trigger because I did kind of some math and I could get, um, you know, the retinol, the vitamin C, the cleanser, and the cleansing balm. Those are all things that I needed. 
And I, you know, at Sephora, I mean, I was going to spend over $150. And, you know, getting two extra things from Beauty Pie and also still paying for the yearly membership in that one order, like it still was cheaper to buy it from Beauty Pie and the product seemed really good. But I just kind of wanted to touch on, I had their website pulled up and this kind of goes into clean, um, clean, cleaner products, you know, less toxic products. So they have on their website, I just pulled up their vitamin C and these are called super active capsules, pure double vitamin C and vitamin E. So there are these one shot capsules that you can kind of, um, squeeze into other things. I don't know if you should put them directly on your skin. I don't really know how that works, but I usually put them into a moisturizer. And so it says on their website on here, it says no fragrance, no parabens, um, no benzoyl peroxide, no sulfates, no colorants, no mineral oil, um, no formaldehyde, no animal derivatives. So these are all really things that I'm always looking for, especially the parabens fragrance. Um, yeah, those are two of the big things from Aldehyde. Um, those are big things that I don't want in my products. And if I can get something, you know, really high, really high quality, very cheap. I mean, this is $18 for six, wow, 60. So that's even, that's even crazier than I thought. I thought it was 30. And I mean, something like that usually would be like $90 or, you know, maybe more, maybe a little less, but, um, Oh, they have on here typical price $70. So still, I feel like if you go to Sephora, that's just crazy. And the products have great reviews. So I will let you know if they turn out well, if I really like them, if I don't like them very much. Um, but check it out if you are interested. Thank you again for tuning in to the Blonde Body Podcast today. I really appreciate you listening. Um, share this with your friends. Um, share it on social media if you feel so inclined. I would really appreciate it. But I will have a new episode next week coming out on next Sunday. Um, I hope you're looking forward to it. And thank you again for tuning in.